It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it cause it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode seventy-three storylines i hope everyone had a wonderful work day i'm doing the show on monday today because i'm not going to be here on friday i'm going to atl with my girls a a girls trip and we finna get it popping so i figured i'd do a show on monday and it will hold you guys over until i come back and it has been a world wind full of events this week or this last past week. So let's get into the show. So we have Damn America. So initially there was a school in VA that made the students pretend to be runaway slaves. But there's also a school in South Carolina that took the kids on a field trip and the kids were taught, like you can see the kids in the video picking cotton while singing songs so let's talk about that one so this parent her name is jessica blanchard she was upset because she found out that her 10 year old son i guess was during during one of their classes they're supposed to be like teaching them a history lesson and she found out that the field trip that her child was going on for the school was to pick cotton. And I guess this is supposed to be a history lesson for them to teach them about slavery or whatever the case may be. And while they're picking the cotton, the students sang songs and um, they, um, they're like, you know, basically seen in a field, picking the cotton, singing the songs, just like they are in slavery. So... <laughs> so apparently this school If I'm going to give y'all background on the school This school is called the Carroll School And it was built in 1929 For black children As part of like the Rosenwald Initiative I guess And it made like 5,000 schools I guess for black children Across like 15 other states So the school shut down In 1954 And then this other building or this other school called Rock Hill Schools took over the building in 2004. 
So they sent the kids home with a permission slip signed by the parents and mentioned potting, picking cotton, but not the music. So, okay. If they send my child home with the permission slip that says they go on a field trip to pick cotton, why the fuck would you sign that as a parent? I don't care if they didn't mention that they wasn't going to be singing the songs or not. Just the fact that they're going to be picking cotton. What kind of fucking field trip is that? So, they wanted this because they wanted the students to understand what the life was like during the Great Depression era. And I guess the students would participate in like sewing, planting a garden, picking cotton. Basically things that all the slaves did around that time. And... <laughs> they never mentioned, I guess, in the permission slip that they weren't going to be singing the songs and, you know, this, that, and the third. And I guess, like, um, the songs, it's like, the songs were like this. I like it when you feel the sack. I like it when you don't talk back, make money for me. So that's what they had to chant. And the song that is sung by the students as they participate in picking cotton, as it was like, that's, you know, done in the Great Depression. So they had to sing that song while they're, you know, picking the cotton. <laughs> in the video, you can hear, like, it sounds like a, a black man that's, like, leading this particular exercise on. And it just has you think, like, when your children, if you're a parent, when your children gets older, you definitely probably don't want to send them to school because you're afraid of what they may learn. You may, you're afraid of what these, you know, schools are going to teach them to do. So a lot of parents, I think, are going to be in the position where they're going to probably do homeschool. And the fact that we're trying to some of us parents are trying to teach our children to love one another, love, you know, love them, love their selves, love of the races, embrace, things like that. You know, you definitely are not trying to cheat your child any type of hate or, or, or anything like that. But when shit like this occurs, you start to think and start to wonder, like, what the fuck goes through people's minds like how have we failed our kids that bad that they stoop this low to do this type of curriculum like why in the world would me as a parent would approve for my child to go and pick cotton when I know that my child's great-great-grandmother grandma like all of them were slaves so why would I even want to put them through that or even have them witness anything like that which was a very traumatic situation for their great-grandparents or their great-uncle whatever the case may be why would I want to put my child through that and the thing about it is when we look at society and we look at Hollywood and we look at what everyone is arguing about, these niggas is on Instagram arguing and complaining about fucking Gucci disrespecting us when they've been doing it for the longest. But we as black people never picked up on it because we want to be hype and being with the Joneses. This is what we're arguing about on fucking Twitter and Instagram and boycotting for three months. But yet 
We have young children here experiencing something that they never should even have to experience, something that they never should even have to go to, go through as young adults. And we're arguing about something so small. And it just makes me wonder, like, what type of world we live in today? Like, what type of world would I be bringing a child into if I ever was to get pregnant or whatever the case may be or adopt or whatever? Like, what exactly am I bringing my child into? Am I bringing them to a world that will understand them as a young black male, a young black female, or am I bringing them into a world that is taking them backwards instead of taking them forward? And when I mean, when I say taking them backwards, taking them to a point where they shouldn't even have to experience or shouldn't have to go through. And the fact that this is supposed to be quote unquote a history lesson, there's other ways that you can teach this. I mean, when I was in school, We watched Amistad. That was the movie. If we wanted to learn about slavery, we watched that. We watched Frederick Douglass. We watched Malcolm X. Like, there's different things that you can do. This right here, this is some old racist ass shit. And the fact that these parents signed these fucking permission slips when it clearly told them, I'm sure, like it stated, what they're going to be doing and you clearly still sign it off, that doesn't make any sense to me. That just lets me know that you're not paying any attention to your child. You're just signing stuff. You're just going off of whatever the school sends you and you're letting it be. No. Hell no. No. Of course, you know, the school... They sent out their apologies and all that other stuff. Um, Let me see. Of course, you know, the instructor said that he did not attend to it to sound like or any way by a slave song as it has been characterized. He said the lyrics came from his experience as an African-American farmer picking cotton and making money for his family in the Great Depression time period. The instructor who attended the school in the 1940s, believes that hands-on learning helps children master their lessons. No, not this type of hands-on learning. Um, he feels that we need to in, we need an intervention, and, and, um, we need an invitation in, in the education system. And he said not just lecturing children in the classroom, telling them something, there's nothing better than hands-on. Um, he defended the cotton picking and saying the work provided the living for his family, which may be true, but how is that teaching them anything about now? Like that's not teaching them anything. If they want to provide and make a a living for their family, they can do, they can become doctors. They can become lawyers. They can become anything they want. Why would we, or you as a teacher, bring them back to something that was such a hurtful, traumatic time period for us. Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, the mother, I guess, that was very upset about this, she said that she doesn't have an issue with the children visiting the curl school, but she believes that their curriculum needs to be revised. She says she supports the curl school, she supports everything else about it, but she don't understand at the end, why do you make it a point to pick cotton and sing these songs? She says she thinks it's misguided and maybe ignorance on their part, and I agree. It's definitely ignorance on their part. 
it's definitely them with no uh, self-knowledge, no, you know, miseducated, just don't have any type of common fucking sense. And when you see stuff like this, it disgusts me. It really disgusts me. It makes me so angry, so mad. And then it just makes me, you know, question like, these things are going to continue to happen to us and happen to the black race if we don't stand together, if we don't support each other. These sh- this shit like this is going to happen because they know that we can get a- they can get away with it and all we're going to do is just be like, oh... The school apologized, you know, not no biggie, you know, it is what it is. No, no, no. You have to have some type of action. You have to have some type of repercussions for shit like this that these people do. And if we don't have any repercussions and we don't show any type of leadership or that we care, any type of value, they're going to continue to do the same shit to us over and over and over again. So I'm very upset about that. And something like that, like I um, stated at the beginning of the damn America, that a school in Virginia did the same thing. In gym class, they pretended to be a runaway slave. Like what the fuck is the teachers obsessed? Like what is their obsession with slavery? Like, why are they obsessed with this type of shit? And it's only crazy because I know it's Black History Month and they've been trying to, I guess, quote unquote, teach them something. Teach them something by taking them to the African-American Museum. They can learn a lot. Matter of fact, you can learn a lot. Everybody can learn while they're there. So, like, what's what's the problem here? So... Damn America, we send our kids to school to learn and we're thinking they just getting the best education here. Think we're taking taking them to the best schools and this is the type of shit that we have to deal with. Who would have known? So damn America, here's another one. Here's another one. Like slavery is the key word for February. Like it's just, everyone's just obsessed with the word slavery. So should black people move on from slavery? So a Fox News guest, Mark Stein, he believes so. So he is, first of all, from Canada. Um, He was on Fox News. So he feels like, you know, slavery was a a century and a half ago, nobody nobody alive today had a grandparent who was a slave. And in that sense, you know, he feels like he thinks like we reached a point where, you know, you need to move on from it. So he's like the repercussions thing eventually as decades go by, you know, becomes ridiculous. So he's discussing this because, of course, he's on Fox News. He's discussing the Democratic, you know, candidates or whatever, like Senator Elizabeth Warren, uh, former Housing Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro. You know, they advocated for present day reparations of, you know, for African-Americans. And, you know, some of them are still being affected by 400 years of slavery. So what makes it even worse is that the guy that is, um, interviewing for Fox News, I believe his name is like Carlson or something. He didn't even bother to correct his guest. Instead, you know, he chuckled alongside him. He was like, yeah, you're right. And then first of all, this guest, he's Canadian. Like he's Canadian. Like, and <laughs> it's just like, give us a fucking break. You're Canadian. You're Canadian and you feel that we, 
you know, she moved on from slavery. How can we move on from slavery when things like playing runaway slave and going on field trips to pick cotton keeps being brought into our, you know, homes and brought into, you know, our curriculum and things like that. So how can we move away? How can we move on from that? How can we move on from slavery? And <laughs> he goes in to say that, you know, he argued that he also deserves repu- reputations because if America hadn't had the revolution, the whole continent would now be Canada. <laughs> oh God, hilarious. Um, He just goes on and on and on and on. Uh, he goes on and on. He even talks about Hillary. Like he just goes on and on and on and on. Um, I feel like it's funny for people to tell, you know, black people when they need to move on for something or when they need to let something go, when they keep putting us back into that same bubble that we definitely are trying to get out of. We definitely are trying to let go. But it's like every time we turn around, we're always put back into that same bubble. Um, If it's not within our schools, if it's not within our workplace, if it's not just in our daily lives when we walk out of these, you know, our houses to go to work in the morning, whatever the case may be, there's always something that brings us back to those times. So for you to sit there, Mr. Canadian, Mr. Mark, whoever you are, for you to sit there and say, you know, we should move on from that. We're never going to move on for that. We're never going to move on from it until people like Virginia, South Carolina, all of those type of states, until they stop the bullshit and certain things that they're doing that brings us back to that point, we're never going to forget. We're never going to move on. And the thing about it is slavery was such a traumatic experience for all of our ancestors that we will always, always remember certain things, always remember certain lessons that were taught, always remember the things that we had to go through just to be equal to another race okay and the thing about it is especially the month of february when we supposed to be celebrating all our great ancestors and all our great leaders that got us here today okay everything that you doing right now in america that studio that you saying all of this shit from we built that okay that pen that you using to write with we built that and the thing about it is no one wants to give us our recognition for building the entire country and the entire world that we're in but you can offer your opinion and let us know that we should forget about something and drop it or whatever the case may be and even though this may sound dumb. I think this is what Kanye West was trying to say, but he just said it all wrong. And when I say that this is what he was trying to say, I mean by the whole thing where, yes, as black people, we do have to stop sometimes putting us in that position where we go back 400 years to slavery instead of going forward. So when we do certain things, we should always look at what we can do now to change instead of them putting us instead of society putting us back into those slavery mentalities that they're trying to box us in so at the end of the day I feel like if certain things didn't occur or certain people didn't you know show their true colors or how racist they are we wouldn't you know talk about it we wouldn't bring it up we wouldn't you know fight for so much of certain things I mean look at this 
I send my child to school and she's playing and picking and cotton instead of just sitting in the classroom going over curriculum or watching a movie or, you know, learning, excuse me, different hymns or whatever, uh, or, you know, going over the I have a dream speech or, you know, doing certain things like that. But instead, you're making a mockery out of certain things and making a mockery out of what our ancestors went through. So it's damn America. Damn America is what we have to say. We can't I'm not I'm not I'm not even gonna go over the topics. I'm just gonna leave it at damn America. Okay? Damn you. So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star we have Sheena Allen. She is twenty nine. Uh so she is the best known, she's best known as the founder and CEO of a mobile application company. It's called Sheena Allen Apps, and she attended the University of Southern Mississippi to major in psychology and film. And in 2011, during her senior year of college, she thought of an idea for a finance slash money organization organizing, I'm sorry, mobile app after leaving Walmart with a long receipt. So with no technical background, she designed her first app in Microsoft Word before finding a developer to partner with. And since then, she has built her mobile app companies to have millions millions of downloads and started her own development company called Housebox. So finding her way in tech, she has spoken about expanding her ventures and projects outside of just the tech world. She has also talked about her interest in entertainment and media, fashion, real estate, and plenty much more. Uh, She's spoken on subjects such as owning a successful tech company as a non-technical founder and diversity in tech at numerous universities, which include Texas A&M, Yale, and she's also thinking about doing numerous numerous of conferences, which include the Lean Startup Conference and the Tech 808. And she's also been featured in various uh, publications. So shout out to Sheena. She's 29 years old. Sheena Allen is her name and I'm definitely sure you can go onto her website and learn more about her. If you just type in Sheena Allen in Google, she would definitely pop up and she's also was on Forbes 30 under 30. So shout out to her. So let's get into the wonderful twerk something segment i'm just gonna start the twerk something segment off and just let everyone know that hollywood has really fucked up black history month they fucked it up so bad that we didn't even have a chance to you know lift up our ancestors lift up our great leaders because they have really fucked this shit up okay so we can't even really twerk with this episode we just gonna sit here and just be completely disgusted because we we just gonna hold people accountable for just fucking up fucking up 28 days of blackness okay and just bringing a whole bunch of foolishness okay whole bunch of goddamn storylines so let's get into this main storyline okay do we feel that Jesse Smollett is innocent or not so you know, on the last show, I, you know, discussed how he came out to the, you know, he did a show. He talked about how he beat them people up and he was the gay Tupac. And, you know, the Chicago police, they, you know, 
went through all the surveillance. They found the brothers that's connected to him. They arrested them. Then, you know, they started squealing and then come to find out Jesse, you know, planted this whole thing. Okay. One, we all are just trying to figure out why. Why Jesse, why? Like, WJS. Like, why Jesse smell it? Okay. So, we don't know why. Oh, no. Take that back. We do know why. He wanted more money for his empire episodes. Okay. More money. So, instead of you being the nice business person that you seem to be, okay, that you seem to, you know, put on a front to be, you couldn't just go in and just be like, yo, I need more money. If I don't get more money, I'm just going to boycott. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to show up. No, 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 no. You had to have your real nigga side come out and embarrass us to the point where we don't even know what to believe. And then the fact that you couldn't even wait till March 1st to do this bullshit. You had to do this bullshit in fucking Black History Month. Okay? All right? You had to do this bullshit in Black History Month. And different things are coming out. One thing is coming out saying he paid the twins and the brothers or whatever in a personal check. Then it's coming out and saying that the check that he paid the brothers for is basically for them training him. Okay, this is my red flag with that. You're a celebrity. Why do you need some fucking extras or some randoms to train you? Why don't you have a team? Why don't you, why don't your manager find you a trainer? Or better yet, why didn't you go on set and be like, yo, Terrence, who's your trainer? Like, who do you work out with? Like, who do you know? Who can I, you know, hook up with? No. Instead, you looking at their bodies and you're like, oh, they can train me. They can work me out. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Then it's like, okay, you pay for that. They send you a meal plan, whatever the case may be. Then it's like, okay, a lot of people are just thinking like, okay, could they had blackmailed him? That may be an option. But I don't feel like that is what happened. I think that he wrote that letter to himself. He got pissed because nobody was paying him no attention. Just like in his family with all his brothers and sisters, nobody pays him any mind. Then it was like, okay, he's on these drugs. He's on these pills or whatever. And he just zoned out, spaced out. He got bored, picked up his notepad and just start fucking writing letters drawing stuff like you know it, it's just something that somebody with like no friends no life would do and now that all of this is coming out people are just like okay can he be trusted can he not be trusted like what really happened it's just all these different things all these different updates but it's just like okay 
I don't know what to believe because I feel like with the Chicago police, I feel like they have so much to prove to everyone that they don't want to feel like they failed anybody because they are known to be a shady ass, you know, district and shady ass, you know, police force. And the fact that they took, he took up all their time to focus on him for some shit that he put together. And meanwhile, Pookie, Donovan, Lil Wayne, Lil Zane, Lil whoever was getting shot up on the corner. God rest their soul. God rest Chicago because we know it's a murder every 2.5 seconds. They was worrying about what this nigga did, what this nigga done put together, what he done staged. And they could have been saving lives or working on a murder case that they probably still hasn't cracked yet. So, you know, waste of people money. Well, let's just say this. There is, these are two. Oh, this was, um, this is Trina talking. I'm going to get to that in a few minutes, y'all. My bad. I'm going to get to that in a minute because she's talking about the Cardi B and Nicki Minaj situation. But um, the thing about it is, too, with the whole Jesse thing, I feel like at this point, I don't know if people will believe him. I don't know if people obviously even care. I don't know if people, you know, really want to go into the whole thing with him. I just know at this point, we just want the story to be done. It's so many different storylines, so many different perspectives it's just like at this point what exactly was going through your head what was you thinking why was you thinking that who did you think it to who did you plan it out with like at this point just throw his whole ass away throw him away I mean I feel like they wanted to probably get rid of him on Empire so they just had to figure out how to cut his fucking character off he probably got the notice that they was gonna get rid of him he probably ain't take the news too well and then this is what the fuck he figured out so this is what we have so I mean, what are we to do, honestly? Um, and then also we have where our Kelly, another fucking storyline. He couldn't post bail at first because of his whole child support bullshit because he owes hella fucking money. But now he can post bail. And the point of the whole matter is that bitches, fans, were really out there with the fucking GoFundMe account for his perverted ass and was trying to get him out of jail. Girls were calling the jail, calling, looking for him, okay? This is the thing. When I looked at this video of those two girls that are still there, they are so trained that it's really sad. It's really sickening. It's disgusting. They walk with their head down. They walk holding hands. They don't look at each other. The guy said that his daughter didn't even look at him in the courtroom. And I would have went my fucking ass over there and would have been like snatching her ass up. That's why I don't understand these fucking parents and this whole situation. Because I would have been snatching my daughter ass up. So... The lawyer, of course, he's doing a lot of running his mouth. He's just like, oh, they bringing up videos from forever. You know, all this stuff is coming out about him, blah, 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 blah. And now he done post bail. So now he's getting like 10 counts and we're about to see like, is he going to go to jail? At this point, I feel like R. Kelly is done. I feel like he's going to go to jail. I feel like 
Once he gets in there, he probably don't even care because he was into guys anyway. Jesse Smollett might be in the cell next to him, okay? So it's no it's no guarantee, but we shall see. But I'm going to need these females to really stop it, okay? Y'all, y'all don't even call that much when your baby fathers and shit get locked up, but you calling to get the goddamn pervert, Okay? They shut down the GoFundMe account that they that these bitches made for him. They actually blocked it and shut it down. So I'm just trying to figure out what what exactly was going on here. What was the whole motive behind it? Who the fuck knows? But we just hope justice is served. But you know what? Everybody going down. People going down. We were we were people was just like okay, Bill Cosby, the Harvard one. They're making it. They're they're getting everyone. There's not going to be any more Hollywood. Once these people are done, it's not going to be more Hollywood. There's not going to be anybody left. No one. I can't even count on my finger who will be left in Hollywood after all this shit goes down. Because after R. Kelly, they're going to keep going. The list is going to continue longer than we already. It's going to be long. We shall see. Uh, so speaking of long, so of course y'all know I had to bring the hashtag back, the hashtag back that black men do cheat. Tristan Thompson is at it again cheating, okay? And, you know, it's like what goes around comes around with this whole thing with Khloe Kardashian. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, she deserves it because, you know, this is what Kylie did or whatever. Then you have a lot of people, you know, taking up for her. At this point, it's just like, girl, you took him back. You knew you was with a cheater. At this point, you might as well just fucking accept it. But... But the only reason why people are saying you should accept it at this point is because you took him back the first time. But what makes it worse this time is that he had a seven-some. He cheating with the best friend who is now blaming it on fucking alcohol, Kylie's best friend. Then we got Soldier Boy getting into the mix, talking about he been there and done that. So now they're just making this girl look like a hoe. And... At this point, Chloe, just look at it like this. You got your mixed baby. You happy. You didn't want to have a baby with a crackhead. So you end up having a baby by a basketball star. Will he give you child support? Who the fuck knows? But at the end of the day, you got what you wanted. You wanted a fucking baby. So just keep it 100. You was the only sister who probably couldn't conceive at the time. So you did what you needed to do. Bitch, don't worry. Don't worry, Lamar's going to come back to you. He's going to raise that baby, okay? And y'all going to be good. He's going to be clean. Y'all going to have a good-ass marriage. And it's going to be safe to say that Lamar was the one that you should have been with from the beginning. I know this. I'm a cancer. You're a cancer. Chloe, Chloe, my girl, listen. Listen to me. Listen to Shanghai. I'm giving you everything that you need. I'm, I'm teaching you everything that you need to know, honey. Okay? Tristan was just some sperm for you. That's all you wanted was some sperm. You got the black sperm. Baby's beautiful. It is what it is. Move along. Life goes on. Do what you got to do. Be a good mother. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing else to say. Okay? He didn't treat you like a queen. At all. He treated you like a queen. He treated you like a regular jump off. One of his jump off bitches. But you just happened to get pregnant. That's it. And speaking of being treated like a queen. Nicki Minaj tweeted that she wants her man to treat her like a princess. Instead of a queen. That's some crazy ass shit. 
I never heard no shit like that before. So basically, she want him to treat her like she a little ass kid or little ass baby. Or maybe she's saying she want him to like spoil her like she a princess. That's what I think she meant to say. But it just doesn't sound right. And a lot of fans are very upset with her because she had to cancel a show or some shit. But... I'm just trying to figure out that statement, but I'm guessing that she was saying that she wants her man to spoil her, so he wants she wants him to treat her like a princess. I would think, if anything, you would want to be treated like a queen, because a queen could still get spoiled. I mean, I don't think you have to be a princess to get spoiled, but... Who the fuck wants their man to treat them like a fucking princess? No, bitch. I want my man to treat me like a queen. The black Nubian queen that I am. Okay? All right? I want him to be any and everything that I need him to be. I don't want to be treated like no fucking princess. I'm not five. I'm a grown-ass woman. Okay, Nikki? So, I don't know what you was thinking about that statement, but we'll see. Uh, So, Tiger got thrown out. He probably got thrown out of better places, but... You know, he got embarrassed. He was at Floyd Mayweather's birthday party. He got thrown out. He tried to reach for a gun. You know, just doing dumb shit. Anything to get on the news. So he did. And now we're talking. Um, wow. Other places he probably got thrown out of. Uh, who knows? Um, but you probably had to been doing some crazy shit if you got thrown out of fucking Floyd Mayweather birthday party. But, you know, I don't really know how that goes. I don't really know how that works. But I know he had a few words for Ty, um, Soldier Boy because Soldier Boy, of course, yet again, was running his mouth because his whole Black China contract is over. That's done. He got his her name tatted on her. So I forgot to... I mentioned that that was in the contract. I know I mentioned, you know, certain things were, you know, dotted on the contract and the line, but I forgot to mention that you had to get her name or something tatted on her or something tatted on you to show that you were with her because Soja definitely shows a tattoo of him getting China's name. And he definitely is doing a lot of crowd chasing today with dumbass tweets and shit like, we even care. We need to even hear it. But at the end of the day, Soulja Boy is smart, y'all. Big Draco is smart. He knows what he's doing. He knows what keeps the people going. If he keeps talking shit and keeps talking trash, everybody would be in the limelight. Tiger, China, everybody name would keep ringing bells. Okay? Everybody name would keep ringing bells. Like, if he is... Doing all of this? Hell, he giving them clout. He boosting them up, all right? Because China done already moved on. She done fulfilled a new contract. So at the end of the day, Tiger, just know that your little freestyle you did today, it was cute. It was cute. It was nice. You know, I ain't, I ain't had no complaints about it. It was it was real cute. Real cute. It, it was nice. I um, You know, I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, oh, wow. So, R. Kelly gets out of jail and he goes to McDonald's. And he's just smiling from ear to ear. See? Look at that shit. That's why his ass need to be locked the fuck up, as far as I can tell. Because what he doing right now just is annoying as fuck. So, hmm. But let's see. So, the Oscars came on last night. A lot of black people won. Um, I was definitely surprised that Black Panther did not win uh, for best um, 
movie because you know a lot of people the box office it definitely uh did numbers um the movie that did win though i'm glad that there was some black actors in that movie and i'm i am curious to go see the movie one thing i can say about the oscars is the oscars ran very smoothly without a host they should do that more often they don't need one just like how BET does and they have MC Light up there in the booth and she, you know, tells the next person that's coming. That's exactly how they did it last night and it ran smooth. It wasn't delayed over time. It was right on time. You didn't have people forcing, trying to make jokes, trying to make the crowd laugh. It was just chill. And I think they should keep that concept. They do not need a host. Excuse me. They don't need a host at all. They just need to keep up with how that went. And I thought it went good. Spike Lee finally won an Oscar. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out to the people that did win for Black uh, Panther. Now, people on the red carpet. People look good. Some people didn't. I know Jennifer Lopez looked good. Jennifer Hudson looked good. Um, It was a lot of other people, but I didn't really pay that much attention to the red carpet. But yet again, of course, you know, the Oscars are always boring. Um, So... I think a lot of people watched this year because they wanted to see if Black Panther was going to take anything home and was going to win. So that I think that was the main reason why anybody watched it in the first place. So uh, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. So I didn't have you know no complaints or anything like that. I thought it was okay. Oh, back to the Jesse Smollett thing real quick. So. It's some evidence that came up, I guess, because he's real adamant that he's the victim. So it's some evidence that came up. Listen, y'all, watch what y'all do on Twitter and Instagram because they picking up old stuff. Like, they'll bring up stuff from, like, 2011, 2009, shit. Even if you said you think you big, but you ain't big and you use some tax money to get liposuction, they pulling that shit up. So... They say they trying to say that in 2013, these... The, um brothers they um you know were making like statements against homosexuality and they even said something like somebody was a fan of frank ocean and i think one of the brothers tweeted and was like why are you following him because you know that he's gay um So now this is coming out and it's kind of like turning and making the brothers seem like, okay, they probably did do this to him. They probably did set this up. Uh, So. And it's crazy because on the check, it definitely says workout program. It definitely says workout program. And it says that, you know, they went sideways. So it may be something to this. It really, it really may be. Um, the brothers probably did like try to blackmail him. I don't know, but I just know that this storyline, like it just keep different new stuff just keeps coming out day by day by day by day. And it's really getting sickening to the point where it's just like no return. Uh, so if anybody doesn't watch Merge the Boot Camp, I suggest and encourage everyone to watch it because it's so good. Little Mo, she tweeted, and 
she basically going through it because I know she was had to be embarrassed when we see her husband Carl FaceTiming another woman, telling a woman that, you know, to tell him that he love her. And he basically just lies in front of her face and the counselor's faces. And then I do believe that he does hit on little Mo. I'm going to say that because the way that she jumped up and was so scared, that lets me know that some shit is going down in that household that we don't know shit about. So little Mo, you know, she tweets certain things. She's just like, you know, shout out to Allah and everything like that. Okay, hold on, y'all. This Jesse Smollett, I just keep getting different shit coming back. So, he adamant that he's guilty, but he's going to admit he sent the letter to himself and and he conspired the stage attack. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I'm just done with it. I'm not even going to even go into anything else because this is just. This is just too much, so I ain't even go into it. But back to Lil Mo, Jesus help us. Uh, so <sighs> Lil Mo tweets these things. This Jesse, this Jesse thing is like that's why I told y'all they didn't. He done fucked up Black History Month. Fucked it up. He fucked it up so bad that we can't even concentrate on what the fuck's going on. We can't even concentrate and realize that Rosa Parks helped us not sit in the back of the bus, but we still go the fuck back there. We can't even concentrate, okay, that, you know, Gary A. Morgan invented the fucking stoplight. Like, we can't even concentrate on our ancestors because this fucker, he done fucked up everything for us, okay? He done fucked up everything. The whole fucking Black History Month is just canceled, okay? Just cancel it at this point. Don't even fucking reminisce about it. Just cancel it. But anyway, little Mo tweeted, you know, embarrassed. Like, just a thing of tweets. And my thing is like this, little Mo. I know she said third time's a charm because it's like, you know, her numbers is like three, 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 three. So, you know, she believes in that shit. And I feel like at this point, either you did this for the check and got the embarrassment or you already knew this shit was happening and you know at the end of the day i can't tell her what to do or take no advice from me because i'm single and this is not a dating shop but what i can tell you is this girl hashtag throw that nigga away throw him away he's a clown he's annoying i mean he has nothing like you know it's just like nothing there for him like i don't even see or understand it like he embarrassed the fuck out of her but you know niggas embarrass bitches every day you know with the shit that they do but you know i just want little i want more for little mo i, I like her i think that she's very talented you know i think that she will honestly do good by herself but you know there are some people in the world that can't not be alone and she may be one of them so I don't know how that's gonna work out but what I do know is he a liar and if he a liar he a cheat and if he cheat he gonna steal so if he gonna steal he probably gonna steal your fucking money okay if you got any saved up all right and I can just feel that and that's just what I'm gonna say this is what I'm gonna you know go with but we'll see um so this news hasn't leaked yet, so this is like an exclusive, and we're just going to keep it at an exclusive, you know, if you, you know, hear this, you know, just make sure, you know, you don't go repeated or whatever the case may be, uh, so you just make sure that you, you just, you know, keep it to yourself. So... Allegedly, 
They're saying that French Montana is doing some alleged human trafficking. And it's just so crazy that all of this is coming up now because we do have where Robert Kraft and a lot of other people are going down for something that happened in Florida. And it's just so funny that the same people that brought down Robert Kraft and a list of others um, are the same people that are currently investigating French Montana. So, in Miami, what they're stating is that the Miami police, they're watching him. And they claim that he's trafficking internationally. So they say that he's a big fish of many who are running this ring. And they say that French is using his cousin to do it all. And nothing can be traced back to French. But all the money being made from the trafficking is being sent to French, police say. And that's crazy because a lot of people is just like, okay, French Montana, he ain't got no hits for real. Like, okay, he signed a bad boy. Did he probably take all his money? Like, what the fuck? How does he have any cash? How does he, you know, do his lifestyle? So... It hasn't dropped yet because they are still watching him. So, like I said, this is new news that has not been leaked yet. So, I guess it's still development for more details. Um, but in the beginning, just like at the investigation, they say, they're they saying that they were openly calling him Karim and making um, racist ass jokes about him. And they didn't know he was French Montana until, like, afterwards. So, like, one of his cousins, his name is, like, Tahari or some some shit like that. And he lives in Bakarutin. Yeah, Bakarutin or something like that. And apparently he runs a few massage shops in South Florida for French. So... It's just funny how all of this is coming together. So you got the Robert Krabs, a whole list of people. Now French is in this mix. So um, this is still developing. I These are all the details that I know so far in regards to this. But what I do know with the whole Robert Kraft thing, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Patriots fan and, you know, I love Tom Brady or whatever case may be. But Robert Kraft is 77 years old. The fucking shop that he was going to, it was like 79 to like, or 59 to $79. He went in there, got a massage, and then he got a massage, and then he got some head. Okay, like, this is my thing. He got some head on the day that the Patriots was in the Super Bowl. It was a stressful day. He's 77 years old. No, I'm not condoning none of this shit. It doesn't make it right. But at the end of the day, he's hanging out with Meek. He's wearing Meek's chain. Meek ain't have no girls for him at the time. He ain't had no shit lined up for him. 
So my man was like, you know what? I'm stressed. I'm going to go to this spa. I'm going to get this massage. And he probably ain't think nothing of it when, you know, certain shit just fell in, you know, fell in his lap. You know, like mouth just fell on his lap. So... At the end of the day, we know he's a billionaire. He's not going to go to jail. He's going to basically pay these fines. He's going to take these little classes, and you know, on, you know, human trafficking or whatever the case may be. But, you know, at the end of the day, I see that he was hanging with Meek. It was rumors about calling prior signing to the Patriots. So shit, shit wasn't, you know, getting liked. And if anybody has also noticed that the Patriots have not been to the, to the White House yet. You celebrate their win with good old Trump. And I'm just going to leave that with, I'm just going to leave that there. But what I do know is that, you know, somebody put him on to go to the shop. Okay. Somebody has been there. They put him on to get whatever it is that they got. So he went and that's what it is. Cause he only been there twice and he went there on a stressful day. Shit. I mean, when people have job interviews, they try to get their girl or their side person to relieve them of stress. Then they go in there and they get the job. They nail it. So my man went in there, got him a massage, got him an extra massage, and he went and won the fucking Super Bowl. So who the fuck are we? Who the fuck are we to judge, okay? Who the fuck are we? But it don't make it right. But this French Montana shit, this is how he's affording all his ice, his grills, Fucking uh, videos in Dubai, fucking videos in Africa that will let y'all know that he hasn't been on the scene lately. He's been very dolo, very quiet. So, you know, we'll see how this develops. But, you know, this news hasn't leaked major blogs yet. Okay, it hasn't leaked major blogs yet, but it's coming. It is coming. Uh, also, so Ja Rule, he did a halftime show. The fucking sound was fucking horrible. Of course, people canceling him. Um, of course, you know, he's just like, okay, I did this halftime show. The sound was terrible. Like, you know, why y'all coming at me? Things da 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 um, My nigga, you been in the game too long that you ain't do no sound check. Like, why you ain't do no sound check? Like, this is, this is the type of shit that we talking about. You just doing whatever you want to do. No repercussions. You know, you had this whole fry thing. And you trying to do another thing that's just like the fry. And now you do this fucking halftime show. And your sound is fucked. Like, how you doing a sound check? And you get up there talking about, oh, they wanted a 90s performer. But I'm 2000. And your fucking sound is on no point. Like, how? How? How, Sway? How? But, you know, we're going to leave that there. But he definitely was an embarrassment. So, you know, I don't know how any of that worked out for him. But we shall see. I really wish I had a headache yesterday because that man deserves some head. That's Cardi B. You see that? You hear that? You hear that? But my head was killing me. You hear that? See? Listen to that. See? Women be... See, women be love. Look at that. Cardi knows. She knows what her man needs. And that's why Robert Kraft, he knew what he needed to do to release some stress. And that's what he did. And I don't want to hear nothing else, nothing less. Okay? Nothing else, nothing less. Um, So, Jesse Williams, okay, he has a new girl. She's the girl from Hit the Floor. But his ex-wife wants him to pay and is seeking $1 million in back child support. Now, I don't 
don't see Jesse being that type of guy that does not pay his child support. I just do not see him being that type of person. At first, you know, I thought he was a sellout. He was selling us out because... They said it was rumored that he was dating a white girl. But now that I done seen him back with this black girl, I know good and well that he don't owe in no back child support. I think this um, wife, she's a little bitter. She's a little upset that he has basically moved on. And she's not, you know, she's not going for that. She's not, you know, she's not having it. So I, I, I just can't see that. I just can't put him in that category yet and I'm not going to so we'll just see how it develops but I'm not putting him in that category but you know the twerk something segment we can't even really twerk because twerk because we're depressed it's been a lot of storylines a lot of shit didn't happen um you know people ruined everything we can't even acknowledge the greats you know black history month is fucked there's no more Black History Month this month. Just, just throw it all away. Um, Jesse Smellett, he fucked it up for us. Um, R. Kelly fucked it up for us. He been fucked it up. Um, it's just a lot of fuck-ups this month. And, you know, being this month is short, you know, I hope we don't carry this shit over into March. But we shall see. We shall see what, you know, life brings. But until then... I can't even lift my people up and thank them for anything because uh, apparently nothing has, you know, brushed off on these people of today. All right. Because they're still out here making asses of the black community. So we shall see. We shall see what March brings. Uh, we shall see, you know, what happens. But Black History Month is over. It's It's fucked. It's fucked. And so with that being said, we're we're not even going to twerk out of here. We're just going to sit here and just, you know, shake our heads. That's that's where we're going to twerk. Just just shake your head. Just shake your head. Do it like you're doing the twerk. Move it fast or something if you want to shake, whatever. Uh, so let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, because I know y'all heard that, Cardi. What you won't do, Cardi, is flood us with pics of baby culture now that Offset album is out. Oh, now. Now we can see the baby. Oh, now we can see the baby in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, now we can see the baby at the house. Oh, now we can see the baby at the grocery store. Oh, now we can see the baby taking a bath. Oh, now we can see the baby. Bitch, give us a break, okay? First, you send us, let us see the baby, okay? Then shit came out that you did that shit out of spite because that shit was supposed to be on Offset's album cover. Now that y'all done rekindled y'all love, you done deep throat a little bit for him, now we get to see the baby every day. Wow. Great. But what you won't do is flood us with this baby now. We don't want it. We didn't ask for it. We don't need it. Just stop. Please. And what you won't do, Ashley Graham, is ask Jason Mahoma to do some haka moves on the red carpet. Okay, Lisa Bonet, she shut that shit down quick. You're not about to have my man, my husband, up here on this red carpet looking like a fool. Nope, shut it down. Nope, nope, he won't be doing it. She snapped her finger. Nope. Sorry. You ain't getting no laughter out of us. Nope. This is an interview. Keep it cute. Keep it cute. And what you won't do, Trump, is come at Spike Lee. Okay. 
It took him a while to read his notes on his paper. He was nervous. Okay, he was nervous. It's his first time. He didn't want an Oscar in damn near 102 years. All right, all right. Y'all finally recognizing his artistry, and you got the nerve to come at him because he took him a little time to read his shit. He's an educated black man. Okay, he was nervous. And then he had, you know, that back in the school day yellow paper and it's hard to read on that goddamn yellow paper when you're trying to do shit that's why i recommend people just use plain white but it's hard on the yellow paper because you know your curses and your z the shit don't come off right so don't come for him okay we ain't sin for you all right you should be figuring out your wall and shit we ain't sin for you we celebrating spike okay and his good old win all right he did that for morehouse and guess what he's trending okay because that little jump he did on samuel jackson we loved it Okay, we loved it. So what you want to, Cardi B, is flood us with pics of baby culture? Oh, baby culture at the park. Oh, baby culture at the zoo. Oh, baby culture on the plane. Oh, baby culture at dinner. Oh, look at baby culture. Okay, stop. Okay, stop. All right, people are getting Offset's album. I heard it's like number one on iTunes. We get it. Stop. We don't want it. And what you want to do, Ashley Graham, is ask Jason Moma to do some haka moves on the red carpet. No. My man ain't acting up. Lisa Bonet, she shut that shit down. Nope. We already got a lot of us acting up, fucking up Black History Month. Nope. My man is not. Nope. Nope. That's what you want to do. Don't even ask. Mm -mm. Don't even ask him. Nope. Answers no. And what you won't do, Trump, is come at Spike Lee, okay? All right, he's an educated black man, all right? Just because it took him a while to put his shit together on the paper, all right? He probably had some other shit on that paper that he didn't want to say to offend nobody up in there, so he did what he could, okay? He did what he could, and we proud of him. So don't be coming at him, all right? Worry about your national emergency and shit that you're trying to do with the wall, okay? All right, or worry about your good old friend Kraft, Who's getting massages and shit. Okay. All right. Don't come at Spike. Okay. So this is episode 73. Storylines. Good people. I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. Like I said, there'll be no show next week. Because I'm going to be in ATL. Twerking. Having me a good time with my girls. Okay. So if you need to listen to previous episodes. You can also check them out on SoundCloud. Spotify. iTunes. Google Play, okay? And make sure that you guys subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, which is Shanghai underscore Chronicles, and my personal page, which is Shanghai 87. Yet again, I hope everyone has a wonderful work week. I will see you guys when I get back from ATL because I'm sure I'm going to have some great crazy stories because my goal is to run into future. And we're going to share a beer or, you know, price show, you know, share a BLT, some shit. You know, I hope to see T.I. I'm going to, you know, wish him my condolences. But I still want to have a conversation with him. So you never know. You never know. You never know. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yet again, listen to previous episodes. I have a lot of good things in store. And guess what? I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. 
Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.